What's up, everybody? I'd like to thank you for returning with me, your host, Chuck, to the TM Podcast. It's the 2021 edition. We're back. It's been a hot minute, and I missed you guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Today, we're going to talk about basically why there weren't so many episodes last year uh, or up to this point. And, you know, hopefully it's a topic that will relate uh, with a lot of people. Uh, So thanks again. Remember to hit me up uh, either in the Facebook group for TM Podcast or for on uh, Twitter at Oddcast TMP. That's O-D-C-A-S-T-T-M-P. So thanks for showing up. Pardon the rust. We're getting back into it. Going to get back into the swing of things. And uh, after a quick break, we'll get into the episode. So one of my favorite albums of all time is an album by The Artful Dodger. And the title of the album is It's All About the Stragglers. And that's what this episode is about. It's about the people who over the last year didn't hit all the marks that they were expecting to hit due to whatever circumstances, obviously COVID being a big one. But even for those people who were minimally affected by COVID, who like were able to keep their job and things like that, like even if you had goals or had plans in 2020 and it, you just found it was kind of difficult to achieve those things. And I'll tell you right off the bat, as you can tell probably by the number of episodes that came out last year, <laughs> that I'm definitely in that group uh, in more ways than one. And whether it's due to, you know, the mental health um, or just not really having a lot of opportunities to live your your normal life. uh, You know, I just want to let everybody know that, you know, there is hope. Tomorrow's another day and uh, just keep pressing. Um, I know that's, you know, that's probably what everybody's telling everybody at the same time. But, you know, I just want to let you know from from coming from me, somebody who also was on the right path or on a path and it didn't just, it just didn't work out the way that I was expecting it to, to work out. Um, and it's been a journey to recover from that, but getting back on the saddle, you know what I mean? Like this is why I'm doing this episode because as one of those people, I think for me, my personal way to get motivated is just kind of power through some things. So I'm going to start off by kind of going into, you know, my journey, what happened for me over the last uh, over the last year. And when (laughs) when COVID first kicked off, um, I was actually preparing to go out of town um, for work. And I was going to be gone for an extended period of time. And prior to that, I had, uh, another business trip that basically happened at the same time that, uh, COVID was coming down. So like I was away, (laughs) you know, eating in the hotel, in the hotel restaurant, uh, watching the news. Cause that's what they had on. And, You know, they're saying, you know, in Italy, there's so many cases of this new virus and, you know, so many people are being affected by it. And, you know, at that time, the U.S. was looking into it, but there wasn't a lot of uh, like restrictions on anything. Uh, 
But as I'm gone, maybe like a week and a half into me being gone, and mind you, I'm out of town away from my family, that's when the cases started blowing up. So like over the over a couple, over maybe like three or four days, uh, we were watching the cases skyrocket and go from state to state to state to state. At first, it was just like the major ports of entry, like with major international airports and things like that. But um, as the cases started to blow up, you know, in March, that's when they decided to cease all the travel. Again, I'm out of town. I didn't know what that meant. So potentially what could have happened was um, my job would have just booked me a place to stay and I just would have been away from my family. Nobody knew what was going on. There wasn't a clear plan. Um, and I want to say like that was probably the trigger for uncertainty when it came to basically the, you know, what happened over the rest, <laughs> over the rest of the year. Um, I don't think anybody's going to say 2020 was not a difficult year. Just, you know, just all kind of pressure from everywhere. Kind of kicking off the like the precipice of, with the with the uh, coronavirus. So uh, eventually they cut, you know, the the thing I was at, they cut that short and they sent me home and they didn't know what was going to happen next. Mind you, I knew that I was going to have to travel. I just didn't know when. Um, but they started quarantine since I was out of state. Uh, they told me I couldn't do anything. I had to stay in my house for two weeks. <laughs> and let me just say, thank goodness for Animal Crossing. Uh, for those that don't know, I'm a huge gamer and I just checked my hours today. I have over 1,095 hours in Animal Crossing over the course of, of this last year. Um, while it's not impressive by pandemic Animal Crossing stats, because <laughs> people had like 900 hours in, like as soon as you could have 900 hours in, um, for me, just remember, I hold down like a full-time job <laughs> and uh, I traveled quite a bit last year. So to me, you know, I think that's the most I got in any uh, video game where like it's just straight up gameplay. So uh, thank goodness, because that was like a huge coping mechanism. I got to uh, escape a little bit. And I know what you guys are thinking, like, Chuck, man, you're the toughest guy I've ever met. You're such a hardcore dude. How could you like a game like Animal Crossing? And here's the thing. Um, calms me down, bro. That's <laughs> that's all I can say. Um, so that was one outlet for me. But in the midst of that, um, I wasn't. I was I was stuck in the house. And prior to I was like always going to the gym. I had to stay stay focused and things like that. Uh, so when they closed the gyms down. You know, we didn't know how long it was going to last. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to force it. I'm not going to go to the gym. I tried to go run. But I'm an old man. I got bad knees. So <laughs> just my body doesn't isn't inclined to doing a whole lot of running. Um, So in the beginning, obviously, like we didn't know how long it was going to last. So it was just kind of like you start letting little things go. And you're like, you know, what? I'll get back into it when this thing is over. I'll get back into it when this thing is over. Um. And I just started, I don't want to say vegging out, but just kind of putting things on the back burner. And then uh, I actually ended up going maybe about a month later than I was originally supposed to, to leave. 
And as soon as I got out the door is when the George Floyd thing happened. So, um, I wasn't around my, my kids, uh, two young black boys, <laughs> by the way, um, while all this stuff is going on and, you know, just like kind of the father and you just kind of wants to be there in moments like this to either like provide context or comfort or whatever you, you can, um, lucky for me, like my kids are pretty resilient and I don't think stuff like this affects them, uh, the way that it affected me for sure. So that was a little difficult. There's a lot of, a lot of stress. Now I just want to say like at this point, I'm not comparing myself to anybody else. I want to be clear about that because people had it way, way worse than me. Um, and a lot, in a lot of ways, I'm very grateful that the things that did happen to me, like the, the backsliding and the, you know, hold off on progress and things like that, that did happen to me like that. That's it. Because a lot of people ended up getting health problems or their family members um, got really sick or they lost their job, their livelihoods, things like that. And for me to sit up here and say like, oh, I had it the worst out of everybody. Um, I know for a fact that that's not true. Um, I've lost family members. My family members have lost their jobs, things like that. So by no means is this a comparison. I'm just putting this out there for context, you know, from my experience. Um, so I'm away on my trip. Uh, this thing happens. Uh, there's protests basically all year last year. Um, I get back in the fall. And by this time, you know, the kids have been going to school remote. And they're looking at, you know, going into the next school year. Well, you know, what's the plan? Are we going to send them to school uh, full time? Are we going to send them? Are we going to do remote full time? Uh, you know, they're trying to make these decisions. And meanwhile, you know, at this point, we're in the hundreds of thousands of people that have passed away. Millions of people infected. Um, so these are like really tough decisions. And I'm just kind of watching, <laughs> you know, how America was split 50-50. That's another thing, too, I think that plays into it is that no matter what side you're on, as far as like how you feel about uh, the response to the virus and everything like that, that there was somebody on your side to get to uh, kind of back up your beliefs one way or the other. And I think having a pretty clean 50-50 split, it makes it more difficult for us to come up with one unified solution. Um, even to this day, even here we are in March and people are like, open things up, shut things down, <laughs> wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Um, and it's not a small amount of people. It's not a silent min minority or anything like that. So, you know, all these things kind of come together to kind of play a part. Um, and up to this point, uh, I'll, I'll say, you know, just the combined stressors, everything like that kind of led to me not being able to do all the things that I had set out to do. But listeners for the team podcast, I want to let you know that that is not <laughs> the end of the story. I'll be right back right after this.
So looking back, one thing that I know about myself is that I am a creature of routine. I don't like to break my routine. Uh, once I set things, I kind of let it, I kind of just go on autopilot because I know what, you know, I have my day planned out. I'm a big time planner. And when things don't go the way that I expect them to go, uh, basically that plan and my life around it, <laughs> it just crumbles. So me knowing that about myself, um, kind of got me to the point that I'm at now. And hopefully this is advice that can help people who either are creatures of routine or kind of just kind of are free flowing and let, you know, life kind of dictate what they what they do next. This is my advice for people like me. Is. If your routine gets broken or has gotten broken and you're watching other people kind of adapt and overcome. And then that just kind of digs at you a little bit more. And you're just like, you know, I had a plan and I'm seeing other people kind of move on and find success. And, you know, it's just difficult for me because I knew what worked for me. And now that I can't do that uh, due to whatever reason, you know, it's causing me to struggle. Here's my advice, and it's pretty simple, so I'm not going to blow anybody's minds here, but just live deliberately, um, which is take stock of your situation. Um, number one, you got to kind of accept the situation that you're in um, and look for different avenues of attack. So if your whole thing is fitness, just for as an example, if your whole thing is fitness, you're at home now, you know, if you weren't used to cooking, like learn how to cook or learn some new recipes um, and, you know, try different things out and things that are healthy or maybe healthier than things you were eating. Uh, look into buying Workout equipment. It doesn't even have to be anything big. One of my favorite things is a kettlebell. Uh, one of the first things <laughs> that I bought when I got back from my trip was a 35-pound kettlebell. I don't use it as much as I want to, but uh, they did open the gyms back up in my area. So uh, finding you know different new things that you can do, a lot of body weight exercises, um, things like that, to kind of get back in track. And even if it wasn't the same fitness routine that you were into, you know, I know a lot of people do programming and things like that. Even if it's not the same or you don't have the opportunity to train the same way that you used to, you know, find a, a different way, but make a plan and, you know, build on your routine instead of just throwing it all away. Um, if it's difficult for me to say, like for, for business owners, I don't own a business, so I can't really help you there, like where your customers are. But I have seen a lot of people kind of adapt to whatever the limitation of their business is for people that do own businesses. So um, people have kind of gone mobile or found a way to do things outside where the restrictions are a little bit lighter than having people actually in an indoor establishment. Um, 
So if that's something that's possible for you or, you know, you can do things either by delivery, by mail, um, working online or even starting a business like opening up an Etsy shop. Uh, <laughs> I always joke that like if you come out of the pandemic and you don't have like uh, uh, Instagram or something like that, you know, or a TikTok, even though, I, you know, I'm too old for TikTok. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's, that's always an opportunity to make money, like just get funny on TikTok or something like that. Um, but again, the, the main point is to, uh, don't throw your plan away. You, you know, try to find a way to adapt it. Even if you can keep it 80% the same, you know, whatever that little 20% cut out for, for the planners, whatever that 20% cut out that you would have to adjust, you know, just make that adjustment, try it out. If it doesn't work, you, you're just going to have to work your plan a little bit, a little bit more. And for me, that's, um, that's kind of the biggest thing. Cause like I was into going to the gym and I would go maybe six days a week, five to six days a week. I would go in, do my time or whatever. And then, you know, as soon as I wake up, I'm going to the gym, boom, boom, boom. Uh, and then when they close the gym, I wake up and I just kind of sit around uh, getting on Animal Crossing. My island is the bomb, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, <laughs> but it came at the expense of me not doing some of the things that I normally do. Um, for the people that kind of live free flowingly, develop a plan, a plan, um, kind of be a little bit more deliberate um, when you when you come across some things that you may want to do, but you know, you're just not able to like going outside, going to hang out or uh, like if you're a big clubber or something like that, all right, maybe you can't go to the club, but you know, people are finding a lot of, a lot of new ways around that. So zoom hangouts, all kinds of things like that. You know, there's still opportunities to be social without gathering socially. Now, the timing of this podcast, um, I'm making this knowing that it's not going to age very well because we are, people are getting vaccines now. Um, so, you know, we're kind of on that, that upslide. We're not out of the woods, obviously, but, you know, if you're checking this out, maybe over the summer or in the fall, we might be well past this. Um, but, the thing is, once you break your your routine or your habit or you're not able to live life the same way that you used to for such an extended period of time, um, my philosophy or what I learned was that it takes 21 days to form a habit. And we're, you know, <laughs> well over a year into, you know, whatever your new habit is. So it's going to take some time to break that. But again, it takes 21 days to form a habit. So what... Um, I got some advice from one of the YouTubers I used to watch. Uh, I think he's kind of toxic now, so I ain't going to say his name, but, uh, basically said, so whatever you can do for three days, you can do for seven days, whatever you can do for seven days, you can do for three weeks. And once you've done it for three weeks, it's a habit, um, which is good advice that, you know, I kind of take to art cause it makes, it kind of makes your, uh, motivation a little bit more attainable. You know, don't think of, oh, I'm going to lose 50 pounds in six months. So don't think about it like that. Think about, I'm going to eat right and work out for three days. 
And then at, at three days, oh, I can do that for four more days. Then you've done it for a week. Oh, I can do that for three weeks. And then by the time you've done it for 21 days, that habit's already formed. And habits are, they're pretty difficult to break. You'll take 21 days of not doing, <laughs> doing that thing to kind of break it. You know what I mean? So uh, that's just some good advice that I got that I kind of use when I'm trying to, to motivate myself. The other, my other piece of advice is, you know, kind of look at, take stock of, you know, the things that you like doing. And if they were easy or not easy, or if you were able to let them go, you know, kind of assess their priority in your life. Is this the thing that you want to do? Because you might've gone super hard at work doing one thing. And then when you're not able to do that thing, you know, you're kind of lost. You're in limbo a little bit. So look for other things that you can do. There, there might be a different lane and you might be able to discover something about yourself or a talent that you have that you weren't aware of, or like a passion that you want to pursue. So I'll give you an example for me. Um, I used to draw all the time. I'm not great at it, but, um, I started taking a little bit more serious. And again, <laughs> YouTube is your friend. You can find whatever you want, like a tutorial on how to do anything on YouTube. So I started watching a lot of art YouTubers and started picking up tricks and things like that. And, you know, I'm not toot my own horn, but I will say like, I learned a lot of stuff that kind of helped me get better at doing that to make that something that maybe I might want to pursue in the future. Um, just kind of developing a little extra talent, a little uh, switchblade, <laughs> you know, going from something dull to, to being sharp. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, just maybe, you know, what you're into or maybe you're into something you didn't even know you were into. So, you know, if you have the opportunity to try something that, you know, now you have more time because you're not doing the things that you used to do you know, give it a shot, kind of discover stuff about yourself. And maybe that'll lead you to like something else that'll help you be fulfilled in life. Um, <laughs> so that's, you know, those are just minor things. Um, I think, you know, form new habits, basically uh, live deliberately and then kind of, you know, try to learn more stuff about yourself if you have the time to. Um, there's a lot of stress relief techniques out there. I'm not going to go into that because you're kind of going into like being a mental health expert. And that's not really something that I'm comfortable playing with, with, you know, with other people. So I'll give you the advice from my perspective, but just know that there's a lot of resources out there. Um, I know immediately when the pandemic kind of kicked off, uh, there were therapists that were kind of offering uh, either sessions over video chat, things like that. So, you know, just kind of, Number one, take care of your mental health. And then number two, just kind of make a plan uh, for how to adjust. And I know it's pretty simple, but sometimes the simple things you just need to hear somebody else say. Uh, so hopefully, you know, this is something that can can resonate with people. I'm going to take my own advice, <laughs> fingers crossed. And if I don't start kicking out episodes more regularly, feel free to hit me up on TMP on Twitter or uh, on my Instagram. It's Cram the Art, K 
K-R-A-M-D-E-A-R-T. Or on the Facebook group, it's TM Podcast. You can just look that up. Feel free to start kicking me <laughs> in the butt and saying, hey, man, take your own advice and do more of the things that you said you were going to do. Like, make more content. Trust me, I got a plan for some of this stuff. Um, I'm doing a lot of work right now outside of this, but I'm going to make the time because this is something I enjoy doing. So hit me up. Let me know how you like this episode. If you have tips and tricks for beating the pandemic or beating, you know, whatever kind of depression or uh, any kind of slowdown or backslide in progress that you've had over the past year, if you found something that really worked, I would love to hear that. Um, So I gave you all my socials. Hit me up. (laughs) Uh, Thanks again for listening. Welcome back. 2021 TM Podcast. Let's get it. And for now, we out.